Three songs. Three songs. Three songs. Three songs. Got three. It's Bob and Mike. It's Bob and Mike. 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 Three songs. Three songs. Three songs. Three. Hey, it's the December seventeenth, two thousand seventeen edition. Seventeens are wild today, Bob. Are they? Yeah. Did you? Are, what's your Christmas plan? Are you staying at home? Staying at home. Yep. We're in. We're in Forest Hills for the duration. I'm going to RVA. I'm going to Richmond, Virginia. Yeah. I go there on the 28th. I'll be our 20th, and I'll, I'll be back on the 28th. Nice. Going to see mom. That's nice. So you might have to like throw a guest in if mm-hmm. you do a holiday podcast. I might. Uh, I might just have some. Why not, Jack? Jack. Yeah. But perhaps Jack. That was a new version, newly mixed version. Jack felt bad that we used that one. He wasn't too happy with the mix, so he got us a new mix of it. Uh, I and, still want to hear the Teddy one again. Okay, like, so we'll do that. Next we'll, show, like, we'll, you know, in fact, we might do one tomorrow night. We'll, like, can we'll, we have the Teddy one? We'll throw the Teddy one back in there. But, you know, speaking of Jack... So what's, what's Teddy's name? Theodore? Theodore, yeah. Theodore, what's um, his middle name? Lewis. Oh, yeah. Like it's, Joe Lewis or like L-E-W-I-S? Like uh, Joe Lewis. All right. Yeah, which was my, also my dad's Proper middle old. name. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Proper old school name, Theodore Lewis. Sure. Why Theodore? Oh, I don't know. What? Jeez, man, what am I, being interviewed here? <laughs> yeah, I just got interviewed, so like, you know, like, time for you to be interviewed. Oh, you know, like, know. let's put you on the spot. Let's yeah. talk about you a little bit more. It's just, a, it's just a good classic name that has a lot of options he can go with if he wants, you know. Like, when he gets older yeah, and, like, he's, he's trying to be cool when he's 15, like, people call him Theo. Probably not. More like Ted. Well, what if he turns out to be really good at hoops for some yeah. reason? Then it'll definitely be Theo. I guess. Maybe. I don't know. Theo Hogan, man. That sounds like a kind of guy that, like, you know, St. John's would recruit. <laughs> well, <laughs> I got one more shout-out to Jack. for for He gave us a new version of the intro. He also sent me – the man sent me some beer. He, he runs a brewing company. He runs a Where? brewery in Portland, Oregon. Whoa, that's a lot of pressure. you got to be good if you're brewing yeah, beer out there. Yeah, for sure. Royale Brewing. And they have a yeah. tap room called the Garrison. If anybody is listening within the Portland area, check it out. I'm drinking the Belgian Pale Ale. It's fantastic. So Royal Brewing, yeah. Well, goodness gracious me! I know. I'm, I'm surrounded by my usual battalion of Michelob Ultras. Ah. It's, uh, it's scintillating okay. beer drinking experience. Well, so you know, so two different sides of the beer drinking coin. I guess so. But, uh, I, I guess so. Well, we'll we'll dive into it. It's episode number thirty-three, man. And I think I've been around for about 28 of them or something. Uh, maybe 29. Yeah, I think there were four yeah. that you did not do. So, And then the first one doesn't count. That's I still, true. You know, it's weird. Like, the first one, like, I wonder if we should even, like, nix that. No, I guess we should probably keep it, but, like... It's a document, you know? I guess so, yeah. But it does sound so shitty, especially on my end. I know. It's okay. It does. We could re-record yeah. it if you want. We could do the same. F- like hell, no, yeah, yeah. no. <laughs> Older, smarter. Would, you know, it it's wouldn't like, be anywhere near as good. It's the like purist, oh, the purist, come on, the man. Three songs pod purist. It's actually, like when which, when Squeeze re-recorded all their old hits, you know, to get the royalties. Uh, yeah, we could we could do that for the first one just to make. Well, it, apparently we have a sponsor, Royale Brewing. Royale in, Brewing, in yeah. yeah, yeah, that's right. Spon- keep sending beer. By, I'll keep mentioning you. <laughs> our theme maker. 
Yeah, yeah for as sure. As long as you're getting free beer from Royale, I feel like we're actually winning at the game of podcast. <laughs> so far, so good, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, we each free brought beer three. And a theme songwriter. What, what else do we want? We each brought. We each brought beer. We each brought three songs. I brought. Uh, I brought a. a diverse mix i think you did too so um, yeah i'm gonna go with a little warning on this show okay like, i don't do this very often at least on my end this is going to be a little bit more abrasive mm. yeah and i don't mean to scare off but i know that like i talked to a guy today my buddy colin he came running out of um i loaded up with the dj gear and like my my buddy colin came out of the miller high life lounge and he's like dude i forgot to tell you last night i love the podcast i love the podcast and then my friend emily mccarthy was over here the other night she listens too, and like, you know, they're like into like. Um, well, Emily's a big bluegrass fan. Ooh, yeah, we need to touch upon that a little bit I, more. I, I, we got to play some some songs for our tune. And I know we have like a lot of a lot of, um, you know, people that like uh, listen to, um, you know, Bob Dylan and stuff like that. I mean, like we do like. I don't even know what people really think. Like, I think like maybe they think like, oh, these guys like play obscure music. Then they try to explain it like that kind of thing. Like <laughs> kind of, <laughs> I, don't even, know, <laughs> I don't really even know what's going on. It's, like, it's, it's basically, I play stuff that I like that I think that you might like that, that I think that you maybe either haven't heard before or uh, haven't heard enough of, or maybe so you I intentionally know... pick songs that maybe I haven't heard. Yeah. Yeah, because okay, yeah, well, you're hitting the nail on the head there. What I'm trying then, to do, and with everybody, I mean, even when you know when Jack was on, I tailored it to Jack because I've known Jack for twenty some odd years. I try and play songs for friends that I think that they'll react to and like. Well, you're doing a good job of that. I just try to play three songs that I really like. That's okay. That works too. It's it's called then, like, three songs. Have, you can then, define then, it like, however you want. Obviously, like you know, a certain percentage, like one out of three, you definitely know the song. Like you've heard of the band, whatever. It's all, but it, but like that's all I can really do is play like three three songs that I really like and can tell stories about. Perfect. So that's what I've done tonight. But it, but like my my three songs, especially two of the three, are a little harsher sounding. That's okay. It's okay. Okay. Um, mine. But you're gonna you're gonna kick us off in like a little bit of it. You're going to the Bahamas. I'm going to the Bahamas. Uh, going back to 1958. Um, this is Joseph Spence. Uh, Have you been to the Bahamas? I've never been to the Bahamas. Me neither. Have you ever traveled in the Caribbean at all? Well, you know, like I said last time, closest I've been is Cuba, which is you know that's Caribbean. Oh, so. that's right, Cuba. Yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll, and we'll you play. went to Cuba before Cuba was like a cool place to go. Well, you know, yeah, sure. Before they had like indie rock festivals. That's right. Stuff. Yes, definitely. Because <laughs> they have that now. Definitely before then. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, it was this a was a little unsettling. You said it, you went through Mexico. Yeah. Flew an old Aeroflot plane. You know, it was old and rickety, probably from the fifties. Who are you traveling with? Uh, I was traveling with. Um, this was twenty years ago. I was traveling with my girlfriend at the time. So. Yeah. Yeah. Was but, it a good date? No, not really. Okay, good. There you go. Well, not really. Yeah. Let's not blame Cuba. Let's blame yeah. their relationship. Uh, uh, so anyway, um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, going going to Anyways, um, going like to communist, sneaking into communist like, Cuba. If you ever want to like, not really the best wanna, like, Break up with a girl, then you take her to Savannah. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, yeah, but I'm, we're we're married now. Like yeah. you know, you know, we'll be married forever. But like, if you ever want to like, well, we don't have to worry about it anymore. But like, if you're talking, like, if you got any friends that like. Male or female that need to like lose their other half, 
tell them to go to Savannah because you will not leave that place in a relationship. Okay. The place I, is haunted. The I think there's a story haunted. there. We'll get to that. We'll get to that maybe in a future show. There's but, a lot uh, of ghosts, but, and we're not talking about the four-legged <laughs> version. Okay, we're not talking about our actually the fourth biggest contributor to the show behind Jack is of course Mr. Ghost. That's right. Who is currently in the sack, and then our fifth biggest contributor is Ragsy. And how's Ragsy? Ragsy's tonight? good. She's hanging out on the couch. She's quiet. I think she's uh, she's sleeping. So. She's Good. All right, well, on to the music. Her usual spot. Yeah, we've been rambling enough. Let's play. This is Joseph Spence. Um, yeah, he's a slack key guitarist. Uh, Fifty-eight. Yep. Bahamas. He's got he's got a, a very distinctive style. A, amazing guitarist. Uh, I'll let him speak for himself, and then we'll talk about it. This one's got a little length to it, so you know, make length. sure you've got your you know refreshments. Enjoy it. It's called uh, "I'm Going to Live That Life." Joseph Spence. Gone with your bad self, Joseph. Yeah. I'm gonna live that life one thing within my soul. Begin to move, but I live the light. 
right, what I wrong. Put the nails at home, try, but I don't mind living alone, then I gotta live the life. But I'm a bit of a son 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 There you go, Bob. Joseph Joseph Spence there. Okay, so like like he's (laughs) kind of rapping, (laughs) sort of 1958 rapping. I mean, a lot of like King of the Bahamas vocalization. You know, and amazing guitar playing. You know, one of the weird things about him is that he had an influence that went both ways somehow on the on the insanely wonderful Scottish band, the Incredible String Band. Yeah, right. Oh, he his his influence is well, Grateful Dead and everything. Incredible, but like, you know. Yeah, and 
a lot of other people, but like, um, I just texted you. Did you get that? Uh, yes. Okay, texted you. Can you snip at that? Uh, just snip at it because it's thirteen minutes long by the Incredible String Band, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, let me pull it up. Um, why don't you? Yeah, don't pull you... it up, and I'll I'll talk about the connection. Why don't you talk okay. about it a little bit? What's well, so... one of these interesting things in music that's actually a beautiful thing is that so Spence, who was born in 1910 and he lived to be almost 75, and like his, as far as I know, like he was really just kind of only celebrated it in his home country of the Bahamas. So I'm just going to read it, like Mike Heron. Of the, they're from Edinburgh, Incredible String Band, credited Spence as the inspiration for the Lay Down Dear Sister passage in a very cellular song on the album The Hangman's Beautiful Daughter, which is a fantastic album released in 68. It is, yep. Curiously, Spence credited Heron with the same song, claiming to have learned it from the Incredible String Band. <laughs> which is kind of a beautiful thing. So, like, somebody's saying, that, oh, no, you sound just like, um, okay, so you're this band called Odd Pets, and you sound just like whoever ever and then and then like the band says no no we actually sound like like odd pets <laughs> you know what i mean like <laughs> yeah that's like actually the best way to handle it like instead of being like instead of being bitter like oh yeah they sound just like um you know opal and it's like no 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 like like our band wouldn't exist without opal it's like you know this guy like this you know legendary bahamian blues artist who like you know you know music was obviously his life despite all of his other trades as a fisherman and a carpenter and all these other things he actually i think he actually spent some time in the u.s but but generally like he was you know celebrated in jamaica and like you know he's i guess sort of legendary for you know influencing a lot of people i've never really listened to like taj mahal who do you have much knowledge of them oh yeah so taj mahal i'll play some taj mahal um mm -hmm. his First or second record is fantastic. So like Ry Cooter, like that's yeah. another name that he, he like. It's got one of those great names, like. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? That like yeah. I don't really know much about Ry Cooter. Yeah, yeah. For Do sure. you? Uh, a little bit. Um, I know he was a producer. I don't know many of his solo records. Um, I've heard some of them are quite good. I think he was involved with uh, Van Dyke Parks a bit. He's involved with like an incredible amount of people, yeah. like. Rolling Stones, oh, Neil Young, sure. Van Morrison, Randy sure. Newman, Clapton, Doobie Brothers, yeah. you know, all kinds of stuff. He's like one of those like wizardly rocket well, he's considered one of the best guitarists of guitarists of all time. Yeah. Yeah. And okay. I'm sure I'm sure Spence Whatever that was means to us, yeah. yeah. Like You know what I mean? Like the ranking of guitar players right right yeah i don't i don't need to do any of that i just want to listen to the music so um you want yeah, to snip it go ahead and snip it like um, do you want me to snip. start from the start do you want me to jump ahead what? yeah let's go ahead and play it for a minute okay. like let's see if we can hear any joseph spence in this recording okay was cold and the clothing was thin but the gentle shepherd calls the tune oh dear mother what shall i do first please your eyes and then your ears jenny exchanging love tokens 
say good night. Okay, that's perfect. Okay. Okay, so basically the point is, is like those two musical experiences that we just listened to, Joseph Spence and the Incredible String Band, they sound nothing alike. No, no. Nothing alike. Yeah. Nothing alike. So when you think of Joseph Spence, you don't think of the Incredible String Band and vice versa. <laughs> right. Or the Grateful Dead for, for that 10 matter. minutes ago. Yeah. Oh, you and know, I, it's Christmas, right? Almost. Should yeah, I, well, yeah, a week sh- away, that kind of thing. Should I play a little bit? I mean, I'm not, I don't, I don't want to play in a, like, I don't want to do a Christmas song show at all. Well, Little Drummer Boy is the only good Christmas song. Um, but Joseph Spence does an amazing Santa Claus is Coming to Town. Maybe we'll I'll, go ahead and so we'll, go, go double snippet. I'll, I'll double snippet it. Actually, you're always ready with your snippets, Scott. That's enough. <laughs> you get the idea. <laughs> well, thank he, you for making Christmas cool again. He, he uh, you know, one of the things I love about him is just he's so cool. Like, it's it's not even the words. It's just how it sounds against his playing. I got some serious style there. Yeah. So he's like the Bahamian Book of White. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. That's yeah. that is a very appropriate uh, uh, comparison. And I definitely yeah. and he's a beautiful man. Like I just looked at images of him. Like you know, he's a he was a pretty man. Yeah. 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 He and uh, yeah. I'll tell you. I'll tell you some men who weren't pretty. And those were those were the dudes from Agitpop. <laughs> <laughs> nice segue. No insult intended to any of them. Like you know, because like you know, they're a great band. I'll only speak for myself. Actually, I'm quite ugly. But um, Poughkeepsie, New York, which is not a pleasant place. Like like you and the family aren't going to Poughkeepsie to like <laughs> hang out on the weekend. You we, know what I mean? Like, uh, yeah, that's true. We've been to near Poughkeepsie to get a Christmas tree. But um, Exa- oh yeah, so you want because yeah, because they know how to grow a tree up there. But yeah. you know, in fact, I think a lot of this band, they're they're a Agipops a band that '80s band. Okay, and like yeah. you know, we've talked a lot about Minutemen on this show, and you know, we don't have to go back to that. But it was you know, obviously a band that we mutually love, and and um, Agipop would come through town. They'd come to Richmond. They'd come to Charlottesville. And they would just do an absolute ripper of a live show. And it was very much in the Minutemen vein. And it was like, you know, because the same kind of like um, rhythms and mm-hmm. the same kind of like tension. Mm-hmm. And they're a band that actually kind of like, you know, they took it pretty far. Like they were very much an 80s band. Yeah. Okay. And they were on, like they actually had some, um, their last record, I believe, was on Twin Town. And um, I can't even remember which song I picked. I picked a song off one of the earlier records. Pick- one of the records is on Com Three. Yeah, you picked a Five Day Forecast. Hmm. One of my favorites. So like this band was so good live, you know, and and so overlooked. And like Richmond was the kind of town, you know, we mentioned Honor Roll before. Like you know, Honor Roll would open for them and and stuff. Like they'd bring in seventy five to hundred people, and we would just all be on the balls of our feet, like thinking like. You know, the Minutemen aren't here tonight, but, like, thank God Agipop is. And that's kind of unfair to Agipop because they were very good in their own right. Mm-hmm. 
but yeah, um, sure. very lovable band and, and again it's like it, it's like you know a lot of their songs like it's one of these like you played like um a lot of like obscure bands that that you know you love for all the right reasons and like i feel like agipop was like fits on your list is like underappreciated really great bands from the 80s absolutely man 1986 yeah. is when this song is the lead track off of uh Back at the Plane of Jars. I, I'm Great a, album. Great yeah, album. I'm a big and underappreciated album. This is an album that you can get on Discogs right now for three bucks. Um, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So uh, yeah, let's play it and then we'll talk a little bit more. Agitpop. If you got a cool friend with a big stocking, shove this LP in there. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Merry <laughs> yeah. Christmas. Here you go. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for the memories there, Bob. I hadn't heard that song in a while. It's great. It is great. Like, yeah. I loved Agipop. I love... So I'm going to tell you a little story about you know, Agipop. You know, you know what I mean about... Like, yeah, tell me the story, but like, you know, you know how you obviously hear like the Minutemen groove, and I don't even oh, know if, the, sure. if, if they were like huge fans yes. or if that was by accident, but like he did play the guitar like D. This is, this is my story, man. Okay, so the guitarist and singer there is a guy named John DeVries. Yeah. John DeVries... Uh, after Agitpop, 
uh, he formed a band called Cellophane. I think they put out one record, but yeah. but uh, and and I think I've mentioned this a little bit on the show. But you know, I don't I don't really t- I ran a small record label for about ten years called Little Brother Records, and by far the most ambitious project on the label was a compilation, which was a tribute to D Boone and the Minutemen. It had a bunch of bands ton of bands and one of them is that available on discogs it is available on discogs i've also got some copies here in the basement of the queen's bunker um actually like, no no like like how many do you have um i you know i don't have i don't think i have this well i've no i do have some cds probably about 30 or 40 of each oh so you got some vinyls. so like let's let's you know we've already like talked about royale brewing tonight let's go ahead and open up the store yeah, like well, a bro- broker's tip. Like, if you want to buy a broker's yeah. tip record, yeah, I I currently am selling the Schwervon seven inch, the right. Odd Pet seven inch, both released this year, and like he's got the Little Brothers back catalog. Yeah, and all you have to do if you want to like, we'll box it up for you and ship it at a very reasonable price. That's right. That's right. So yeah, contact us. You know, like on the usual social media, Reach you know, contact out. us on Twitter if you want to hear like. A, I mean, I don't have your Minutemen compilation, so I'll buy one. I gotta say, well, no, you don't need to buy one. I'll send you one. Merry Christmas, Bob. But but anyway, let me get back. So so when I was putting this thing together, and the reason why it, it all it, it all came together very randomly. I was not planning on doing it. I just basically I had bands that thought that I was doing it, and they started recording songs because someone told them that I was, and then all of a pretty sudden, pretty cool though. Really yeah. good idea. Yeah. So that, um, you're not the first one that you're, you were the first one that did it because there are other ones, aren't there? I think I own like a, a compilation of Minutemen covers. It's mm, not yours. I don't know of any others, to be honest, but maybe you do. Um, okay. A- anyway, so when I when I started doing this in the early '90s, '91. 1991. Um, Agit Pop was actually one of the bands that I wanted on it, but they weren't around anymore. So I reached right. out. John DeVries uh, had his new band called Cellophane, and they actually did a song for it. They did a cover of More Joy. Oh, cool. Um, Good choice. Yeah. So uh, so that's my that's. Did my you connection. actually talk to him about the Minutemen? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, this is... Geez. It's like over 25 years ago now, so I don't remember the exact details of the conversation. But yeah, I can tell you he is a huge fan, and they were very influenced um, by D and the Minutemen. And, um, Feast of the Sunfish is another, another great record by yeah, them yeah. that I own. Yeah. But I'll uh, tell you what about Agitpop. Like, I saw him four or five times. Left, I uh, left the place bouncing, which is all you could really ever hope for from a live band. I'm going to do one more snippet. I'm gonna snip it. Have you heard you I'm sure you've heard their version of Funky Town, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's yeah, that's yeah. That was like the, that was their encore song. I, I would imagine encore. I was just gonna say that's gotta bring the, the place down. Yeah. I'm just gonna but play a short It brought bit the seventy five people there down, yeah. you know, which is a good number. Whenever you show up and seventy five people show up, that's a good night. Yeah. I can imagine that live, that's even more crazed. Probably, I think it was also uh, like, you know, and I would see them, and I would think like 
it's really fitting to like want to move away from Poughkeepsie. Yeah, sure. Well, and you know, they're a band that I didn't get to see, unfortunately, because they were probably only touring really in the East Coast, and I was stuck on the West Coast back then. So, one of the great things about growing up in Richmond, Richmond is still really happening, but um, that's one of the beauties of growing up in Richmond, as opposed to the left coast was back then at least there was tons of action now i think like you know obviously portland seattle like really kicked mm-hmm. it off like late mm-hmm. 80s like then you guys got everything but back then it'd be really weird unless you're a band like d Croatian or something that would play like 60 shows in 63 days and go everywhere or, like right. obviously any, anything on sst or like right you know there were it was it was way more regional then it was like, it's it, it definitely was you'd get bands that didn't yeah. come out you know, past Chicago all the time. Everybody was jamming a Kano and trying yeah. to break even. Yeah. And I know there's a lot of bands, a lot of like one and two person bands or like, you know, five people like shoving everything they got into like a minivan. Like it still happens, but like, you know, it was kind of yeah. like all there was. Right. Like it's an absolute privilege to like, you know, it's an absolute privilege to tour, yeah, you know? Sure. And, can... and when the smoke clears, like if you've made like any kind of profit, it's just like serious bonus, but like, you know, hopefully you don't take too big of a loss, but like as a kid playing music, like there's nothing better. Like I didn't even know, like it's just fantastic to go out the road. It's like yeah. magic. Right. You know? I know for sure. For sure. I can only imagine. I never, I never had the, uh, the pleasure of being able to tour with a. Oh, well, I'll tell you what. Next time that Brokers Tip does a tour of England, you're on it. You're okay. my you're my merch guy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what's a pay? <laughs> You've never actually done a tour, right? No, no, I, no, I haven't. Well, you uh, can handle the merch. Yeah, I could. I could. Yeah. I could haul. I could haul gear. Uh, you can navigate. You can drive. All right, I'm gonna. You know, our we, one of our favorite musical places in the world is New Zealand. I'm gonna go back there. Yeah, they're gonna go to the Gordons, the, the Gordons Belter Space Access. Yeah, exactly. Their first EP was a seven inch. Came out in 1980, called Future Future Shock. The title track is amazing. I'm not gonna play that one. You should check it out on your own. If well, I know it because I used to play interested. this on college radio, but yeah. I don't think I've really heard it since. Okay, well, I'm actually happy you're playing it because, like, this will refresh my memory. Yeah. This will take me back to when I, you know, had a bright future. I'm, I'm going to play a a deep cut from the Gordons. <laughs> oh, they both. So there you go. Um, this is the second track on their first EP. This is called Machine Song, 1980. Some, some. Uh, I know this song. Yeah, it's this yeah, is. I know this song. Go ahead. I love. I love this song. I love the Gordons. Yeah. Here you go. Christchurch. Yeah.
There you go, Bob. Gordon's. So I had the pleasure of touring with Balter Space, which was like, you know, I think pretty similar personnel. Yeah. Alistair. They're on Matador. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. Yeah. They, really they, good and live band. Really they good live. Three-piece band. They're still going. They're still, I think they just put out a record, too. You know? Really? Yeah. I've heard that. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, that's, that's the kind of stuff, I mean, you know, for better or worse, well, I, I, actually, I don't know if that was originally released on Flying Nun. I think they put out their own stuff, and then later Flying Nun reissued some of their stuff. But, you know, the New Zealand sound tends to be much more of a poppy um happy well yeah catchy. like clean and chills but yeah like, there's also like alpaca brothers yeah uh that's true and pretty, um, pretty harsh sounding band right and and then the expressway side of things which is very very noisy the dead sea very noisy um, dead sea big style yeah the whole yeah. yeah all those bands but uh but you know like the 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 gordons have that kind of like brooding dark heavy you know, like joy. Division. Well, driving the bass, like yeah, driving, you know, like, v- yeah, but very like, like the big. X and like um, yeah, for sure. Like Dogface Hermans, like they fit into that axis. Some like, of the touch and go stuff, um, zombie groove, like very yeah. like English, like Manchestery too. You know, like yeah. very much factory type. Yeah, absolutely. Very but, good uh, version of like that whole genre of music, which was very eighties. Like it was, it was. But I love what was it. the name I'm of the really famous that. band from Australia? Not famous, but like uh, not King Snake Roost. They're another one. Did you ever listen yeah, to them? King Snake bit. Roost. Um, a li- uh, yeah, a little bit. Um, you're thinking of, of the Scientists or Beasts of Bourbon or later? Yeah, no, that that was more like rock and roll. I'll think of it. I've got a few of their records. I'll, in fact, I, that actually reminds me. Like, I, since I'm not going to come up, up with it off the top of my head, and crime in the city the solution. I can keep. Record. I can keep throwing out New Zealand band or uh, no, Australia no, go with band. Australia. Australian band, crime in the city America. solution. Um, no, like they're more obscure. Oh, whatever. Don't even okay. go there. I won't. Okay, I'm going to take us to 2017. Um, I saw really. These are kids from LA. Um, it's a. Uh, it's a great band called Cherry Glazer, and they made a great record this year called Apocalyptic. And um, I think you'll like it, but like, I, I actually, one of the shows we did a little bit earlier, like, I just had come in yeah, from seeing them play downtown. Yeah. It was a real pleasure that they came here to Des Moines, but like, it was amazing how much sound they put out live with their lead singer and guitar player, Clementine Creevy, and a woman named Sasami Ashworth and their drummer's a guy named Tabor Allen. And like, I was like, I mean, I went in there like being hopeful. Cause like, you know, they're like a, a band that I've heard a lot about. And I was like really, really amazed by the performance that all three of them put out. The music was great and everything, but like, it was like really refreshing to me to see a band that like, went up there and played for a hundred people in Des Moines, which is a, you know, nice big crowd in Des Moines. And like, they absolutely delivered on like a Monday night. I was like, yes, like this band's good because I see like, there's like, to me, there's, there, I mean, there's always been two kinds of bands or three kinds. There's three kinds. There's a band that's like great live and great on record. Okay. And those are like, that's a really hard thing to accomplish. So like every band sets out to do. 
Okay. Mm -hmm. They try to make good recordings and then they try to be good live. They play live. Okay. And there's bands that are like so much better live than they are on record. And then there's bands that are the other way around that they're terrible live, but their recordings are amazing. So it's a very hard thing to pull off. And I think that this, you know, this band, Cherry Glazer, I think that they've definitely like got the hard part covered. I think it's like way more difficult to be great live. And then like, then you've got to figure out. And when, when I would say they're kids, they're like, like 21 ish. I okay. mean, they're kids. Like, yeah, sure. And like, you know, they've, they've already done some great things. They've been around for hell, almost five years now. So they, they started when they were really young. They were actual kids. Yeah, yeah, and, like, they're going strong, and, like, you know, they're getting a lot of attention. You probably heard of them, right? Yeah, a little bit, yeah. Uh, you know, yeah, even, and the, even and as like, hip as well, I this, am. <clears throat> this is one of the cool songs off of their album they made this year, Apocalyptic, which I need to listen to more, but there's a song I really uh, like called Told You I'd Be With The Guys, and when I when you, when you hear this, I know you're going to think, like, you know, this sounds cool, but, like, amazing live band, so. Okay, yeah. all right. Let's let's check it. Here you go. Thanks, Bob.
right. Glad to hear that indie rock is alive <clears throat> and well in 2017. Yeah, and they're on this label. Like they're, that album, Apocalyptic, is on this album called Secretly Canadian. Oh, yeah, sure. They're, yeah, uh, I've never really heard of them, but like apparently they've got something going on. They've yeah. got like Yoko Ono on their label. Mm-hmm. And, like, they're a big indie. They, they, I remember when they were first starting out and they were a tiny indie. Uh, yeah, 96. They're like Bloomington. Yeah. Like, you yeah. remember Bloomington, Indiana? Oh, yeah. Where IU is? Uh, I've never been there, but yeah, I'm familiar. Oh, yeah. I drove my buddy Kevin Guthrie up there a few times to do comedy. It's a fun place. And I also saw an amazing Dirty Three show there. Oh, yeah. Really? But, uh, but I mean, like, it's weird, like, to be an American re- record label based in Bloomington, but they have offices in Brooklyn, London, Austin, LA, and Paris. How does that work? <laughs> yeah, I think I, mean, I like, think offices is used. Uh, it's, it's probably like a, a room with like a dude like you right. in it. Like yeah, probably answering the phone. Yeah, I would imagine. Or you dude know, like I mean, me. Like they could have like a branch in Des Moines. Right, they could. They could very well. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I bet. branch in Queens, but like you know, why why mess around with um, Queens or Des Moines when you can be in Brooklyn, London, Austin, L.A., and Paris? That's right. <laughs> Exactly. And like, where does the where does the secretly Canadian thing come in there? Does that mean like, I don't know. I think it's just sort of a maybe it's a, a some sort of let's joke get to, about Bloomington. To the bottom of this label, yeah. okay? Okay. They're formed in '96. Apparently, it's a bunch of dudes. I don't even know what's going on there. But yeah. anyways, Cherry Glazer, interesting act to follow. Yeah. Well, okay. <clears throat> I'm gonna yeah. follow it with with a and band. again, like if they're in your neighborhood, go see them live because they are very good live. Okay. I will. They they kind of remind me a little of like Slant Six, if you remember. Yeah, exactly. What yeah. a great band. Woo. They were. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we'll have yeah, to play some band. Slant Six. Um, under completely underrated and I think totally forgotten band on on Discord. Um, Same with you know, ever listen to Autoclave? The Autoclave, yes, absolutely. Yeah, Mary Timoney. Yep. She was in that in that band. Yeah. Um, and think, she's amazing. Like. I, have we have we have we played XX? We have we played Helium on this show. We have not played either. Yeah, you could. Oh, yeah, well, you, you bring Lord both knows. because I know a little. Mary, I could do a Mary Timoney like you know. Do it. I could do a tribute. show. Do it. Do it. Spotlight on Mary Timoney. Play all of her. Like, yeah, she's her yeah, she's pretty awesome. Yeah, she is pretty awesome. She deserves it. You should do it. Yeah. Uh, okay. All right. So I'm gonna follow that. In fact, right now she's like on the. She's like in your old neck of the woods playing Helium songs. I noticed that she's really? on tour like doing just helium now i saw okay this is she she was on like the seth myers like later with seth she was like the guitarist she was for a while yeah, like, for a for little a while months. Yeah. good gig yeah. for her and yeah. like then she was um i saw her play in ames last summer with my buddy mark hogan we went up there and saw her play like with xx who are a great free piece band Really cool band. But anyways, nice. As usual, we digress. We do digress. I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna bring it back to the music with a band. This is um this is a a somewhat obscure, maybe completely obscure band from Sacramento called the Twinkies. Lord knows you're getting very obscure. Spelled with a Z at the end. The Twinkies. Yeah. Um, yeah. So like Twinkies with an S, but you know, with a Z. They're with from a Z Sacto. at the end. What, yes. what years are we talking? This was their first seven-inch recorded in 1977. Um, I'm not even going to describe it. I'm just going to play it. 1977. You ever been to Sacto? 1977 Sacramento band. The but Twinkies. I have been to Sacto. Yeah, it's not that exciting. Um, 
Well, it's better than Stockton. I guess, but, but you know, that's not saying much. Uh, or oh, Mid- easy, Tiger, for goodness <laughs> gracious. Modesto. <laughs> I had a hundred great nights in my life in well, Stockton. That's just playing shuffleboard at Orleans and like. That's because you've got connections there. I didn't, so. Uh, just Gary Young, like. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he didn't. Yeah, he's a nice guy. Had a nice, nice compound. That's right. That's right. Okay. Jerry Bernstein. You can always get a bet down if Jerry's around. Love her, <laughs> Freddie. Let's go to Sacto. Sacto. In fact, I saw a movie the other night called yeah? Lady Bird, which is like a famous movie now. Yeah. Have you seen I have. You heard of it. I've probably. heard of it. Oh, yeah. It's getting rave Greta reviews. Gerwig. Yeah. Greta Gerwig. Sure. It's got that Cher Sharon in it. Mm hmm. I saw it was very stylish and it was all Sacto all the time. Perfect. So well, actually, here you go. This is, pro- yeah. this is probably a little earlier Sacto, 1977, the Twinkies. Yeah, it is. Definitely, yeah. Yeah, 97, you, you would have been hitting it <laughs> the nail on the head. <laughs> all right. Well, here we go. Aliens in our midst. Yeah. Aliens in our midst. That's right. Above us twinkle like eyes of flashing teeth. Uh, whose eyes are these that watch us? So many like you beneath. Uh, it seems so very cold out there, so far from islanders. But we wanted just to join them since a moment of our birth. Hey! <laughs> 
1977, Sacramento, the Twinkies. Okay, now I, I realized I didn't turn the mute button off. It's okay. That. You were Did rocking. You hear all my knocking around. A little bit, not too bad. That okay, that yeah, song has good. a lot of weird sounds to it too. So you just added that. That's uh, yeah. I, I was actually like I was actually being a multi instrumentalist by stumbling around on the porch <laughs> during that one. Perfect. Because I was getting really into it. And the the thing I really liked that about that song was I think it was probably a keyboard effect that served as percussion. Yeah. On a constant basis. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Aside from like it kind of reminded me of like you know like. Richard Hell. What the hell was going on in Sacramento in 1977, huh? They were. Yeah. They were. And the Twinkies were. The thing is, so that I wonder was... I if they were a one-off. Like, I always wonder when I hear bands like that. It was like a one-off, or they, were they like a band that played around town? I, I don't know, but I know they put out that 7-inch. They put out uh, another... They put out an actual LP in 79 that has that song on it. Um, and they probably would have been completely for- forgotten if not for a guy named Carl Acola, who I believe was, he ran a record label called Anaphilius. Anaphilus, I think is how it's called, pronounced. I don't know. Hard, yeah. hard to pronounce it, at least for somebody dumb like me. But um, he, I believe, was the music director for KDVS, which is the uh, UC Davis College Radio Station. Yeah. And he put out a bunch of stuff. He put out a complete Twinkies discography in the 90s uh, that got a little bit of attention. That's how I discovered them. Um, But a weird, fun little band. Um, And I think Carl also found the, you know, of course, in releasing the record, got in touch with the guys, found some copies of their old 7 Inches. So he, he sold them in the late 90s. Uh, early 2000s and so there are there are copies floating around on discogs for somewhat reasonable prices you know 25 to 30 bucks for for a 1977 slab of original seven inch vinyl that's um you could do much worse well i think we're only mentioning discogs because it's easy you know these these are well that and it's also like you know one of the beauties of discogs is that you know that it's thousands of record stores, right? right? So it's like right. record stores selling their wares. So like, you know, you, I don't know what's is there a cool record store like within five miles? Of you there must be, right? Well, yeah. If I, if I went to Brooklyn, I don't know. I don't know about Flushing. You got to go to Brooklyn. Yeah, right? probably. And then you're, you're going to be paying a premium price on there. So like in Des Moines, like we've got ZZZ Records. Like we got, and there's a bunch of record stores over there, like a couple miles to the north. Um, but you're basically just like doing a flip through, like, it's like, you know, if, if, again, like I grew up in Richmond, we had plan on records and like I was in Hoboken, we had pure platters, like yeah, going to the record store and like knowing that you're going to be able to like perhaps find a Twinkies record is not going to happen right. unless like right. some sort of miracle. Right. right. You know? Exactly. Yeah. So like, you know, the, and that's one of the, you know, beauties of the internet. Yeah. Is that it's and you're gonna pay a premium price, but like if you love it, like Well, you maybe you will, maybe you won't. I mean the thing is the, the both the good thing and the bad thing about that is it also sets it sets a it, it sets a market. You know, if you've got ten copies and they're all about the same price, then you know that that's what that record's worth. If you've got only one and someone's asking 350 bucks for it, well, you don't know if that's what it goes for or if that's what this guy's just hoping to get. 
Right, exactly. Yeah, and I, and I haven't sold anything on there. In fact, I've got actually have like 75 records I've pulled aside to sell on there that I don't really like anymore that might have value. In fact, I should make sure, in fact, if you want any of them for free, I'll send them to you. But <laughs> well, like, you know, I think I get a tenor from them. And like, I'm just like, yeah, it's not like the band for whatever reason, or it's just like, I don't like it anymore. And like, you know, you have, you have to file and stuff like that. It's all about like, you know, the life of like being surrounded by records and like, you right. know, selling something to buy another record, that kind of thing. But anyways, the other yeah. day I was in Nottingham. I finished the UK tour with Schwerve on John MacArthur on board, played with a lot of great people. I was in Nottingham. We played at JT Soar. And then I realized my friend John, who lives in Margate now with his fantastic wife, Emma. And uh, he turned me on to Sleaford Mods. Oh, sure. When he yeah. was in London. Because, like, John's from, he's from, he's from, he grew up in Cleethorpes. It's like a fishing village near Grimsby and, like, and then I met him in Hall, like, and uh, we went to 60 British race courses together, like, which, you know, it's, and he comes over and sees us all the time. He came to the Breeders' Cup, just fantastic guy. But he turned me on this band because he, he hates London. He had to live there for a long time because he, he's an accountant. So he had to go there and like, like, so he sent me this video, like about, I'm going to say about. Oh, 10 years ago, he sent, sends me this thing in Lincoln the email. He doesn't do that very often. Like, and he, you know, he's kind of guy that saw like joy division play when he was like 17, you know, right. like, right. I mean, and, uh, so he says like, you know, sleeper mods are right up my alley and they're from Nottingham. Right. Yeah. And they, it's a, it's a guy, Jason Williamson. And then there's this dude who like Andrew Farron, who like my kind of musician, like he kind of just like, you know, presses the occasional button and drinks a beer. So like, <laughs> I guess he also falls in that delightful, um, musical role that we call multi-instrumentalist, which means that like he drinks what he wants on stage and presses the occasional button or maybe shakes a maraca, you know, it's that's perfect. Not, not bad work if you can get it. Right. Especially, if we're, But this is one of their early songs. Um, it's, I believe it's a seven inch. They made a bunch of records since then. They tour and stuff. And they're, you know, they're, I mean, I guess, you know, people would throw them into the, the list of bands that sound like the fall of which I've been in at least one band that <laughs> gets a similar association. Yeah. And this is, uh, this is one of the, this is a song. There's some, it's an amazing, the guy's an amazing lyricist. And like there's no punches pulled and like, yeah. you know, Nottingham's in the Midlands and like, it's just a tough old town, and there's traffic. I got in the midst of it, got in, got out, stayed in East Leak from my friend Noel, and this is uh, Mr. Jolly by Seaford Mods. Tight pants, grammar wanker, walk the plank, pirate, manke, 60 kids. 
Where's mine? Wasting money on shit coffee all the time. Fish fingers, take the bar off. I can't believe you had kids. Fuck off. Johnny, fuck up. Johnny, fuck up. Johnny, fuck up. Mr. Johnny, fuck up. Lad like Boogie, repress, repress, boss cunt, move them mate, move for fuck's sake, the machine don't bleed, ticketless, sheep, bar bar crack sheep, have you any wrong, EDL twat, Tommy used to work on the dock, Union went all white, he fucking loved it, take it down there, take it down there, camouflage, Humpty Dumpty, crusades, blood on the hands of working class rage, jolly fucker, jolly fucker, Jolly fucker, Mr. Jolly fucker. Why do I walk on seeing gilded splinters, digital time boards and the new public shitters? Soft dips in our roads, curry night, I better watch my words. Two pipe balls and loads of office turds. Push in, don't push me. I was here first, you cunt. Can't you fucking see? So Bob, you got the you first. First, you got the name of the song wrong. It was Jolly fucker, not Mister Jolly. But that's okay. It's okay. Well, yeah, I'm sorry about that. That's okay. But like, you no, know, there's like, yeah, Jolly fucker. But it's also called Mister Jolly. Like, okay, doesn't that's even fair. matter. You know, like, doesn't matter. I got it wrong. Doesn't matter. It's okay. It's okay. So but I mean, like, here's the lyrical passage. Like, there's a lot of great lyrical passages in that. And it's, it's, <laughs> You're gonna quote the lyrics on that one, huh? I am. <laughs> Why do I walk on city and gilded splinters, digital time boards on the new public shitters, soft dips and hard roads, curry night? I'd better watch my words. Two pint bull and loads of office turds. Push in. Don't push me. I was here first. Can't you fucking see? There you go. So have you heard the uh, Steve Albini quote about them? No. Yeah. So Albini said... And I don't know the context, but he said, hands up if you think the Sleaford Mods are the best band of the world. The rest of you are wrong. Well, that's just him being obtuse. He's just jealous of them because Big Black were nowhere near as good. The only song they were, were, wrote worth of shit's Bad Houses. <laughs> well, no, I think I think that was a compliment. I think Albini was saying everybody that didn't Everything that hands. Steve Albini said was a left-handed compliment, well. unless he's talking about Slint. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I think now he likes Sleaford mods, but anyway, they've been getting some attention. I know they've uh, uh, maybe not over here, but I know they've been really they've gotten a lot of good press. I know Iggy Pop has called them the best band in the world. Um, really? Well, yeah. I mean, like, good for all them, you know, because like none of what what they did was anywhere near as good as that. Well, not, at least not lately. Iggy, lately, meaning the last thirty years. Well. Yeah, 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 right. <laughs> I know candy was all right, I guess, but uh, but it wasn't I don't as good even as really that. Know, like, yeah, no. Iggy Pop is that that guy that used to hang out with David Bowie, like in <laughs> in L.A. I think a really fit, like six year old guy. Like, yeah, that's that's the guy. Yeah, legs older than that, isn't he? Oh, uh, he's a little bit, but um, but yeah. Anyway, that's uh, that's that's it's been a fun show, man. 
You said yeah, it would be a little abrasive, but then I, you know, don't know where to fucking do one, you know. Yeah, no, that was good. I like that. Uh, I, yeah, I've I've only uh, dipped my toe in the Sleaford Mods water. Um, but they got some good stuff. It's good. I I wouldn't say I wouldn't overrate them like Iggy Pop and Steve Albini do, but those guys know a hell of a lot more than I do. Well, you know, I mean, it's I I think it's. Uh, the sort of stuff that's right up my alley, you know. That, I guarantee that, Sleaford Mods would say, like, you know, both of those. Who gives a fuck about either of them? Like, right, you know, right, right, exactly. Um, but that's okay. I mean, I, they don't need their um, approval. I don't think. I just think they're happy to be out there making music and, like, you know, showing up at things and getting paid. Absolutely. Um, you know. Well, I mean, like, if you and I were Sleaford Mods, we'd just like be having a right laugh at the at those kind of kingpins dug our stuff. <laughs> Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Uh, the tastemakers, yeah. as it were. Um, Go and play like three big black songs, and I'll diss them at the end too. All right, let's do it. Unless you're playing like Steak and Black Onions, which is okay, and then like um, Bad Houses is good. What and about then, like, Cables? Nobody <clears throat> Cables, yeah, like whatever. And like uh, <laughs> Fetus, like you, you know, they're they're way better than Big Black. Yeah, sure. And like swans, did you ever see swans? I never saw swans. You know, you know why that is. You know, you know the big difference between you and me. What is that? I, I lived well, on the can, west coast. <clears throat> I saw swans. You can hear. I can't. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> that's fair. Anyways, anyways, good to hear you, and like happy holidays, and well, we'll be back at it tomorrow. It, it's it was a fun one, even if it was, it was a, a little dirty. Abrasive. It was a bit dirty, okay. wasn't it? That's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I really enjoyed your songs. Well, thank you, man. I enjoyed yours, yeah. too. We'll do this nice. again soon. Thanks, for everyone, nice. for listening, too. All right, sleep well, Mike. Okay, you too, Bob.